Welcome to the Ed Milet Show. Welcome back to Max Out with Ed Milet. And I have a wonderful lady here with me today. Um, all you've been asking me recently, can we please have more female leaders in this space on the program? And I have found the perfect woman Aww. to fill that space here today. So I'm really fired up about this. This is going to be good. She's going to help an awful lot of you. This is Lori Harder, everybody. Lori, Hi. thank you for being here. Hi. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to have you. <laughs> and if you don't know, Lori is an unbelievable woman. She's a fitness expert. She's a speaker. She's an author. She calls herself, and I love this, a self-love coach. <laughs> and she's also got an unbelievable podcast of her own, too, that you should all be checking out, which we will talk about today. Oh, so, Thank you. But it's my honor to have you on my podcast. So. I'm so excited to be here. I could not wait to get back in your company because we got to have we an such, awesome phone call. Didn't we? That was yeah, such a good call. Yeah, such good energy. Thank you. I know. We, are, we connected. Our energy mm -hmm. was great. And her husband, Chris, is here, too. And he's got fabulous energy as well. And so it's great to have you. We're both, by the way, at the time of this recording, we're at the 10X conference mm -hmm. in Las Vegas. And we are both speakers. Mm -hmm. on the agenda here so she's a really highly sought after speaker to be on this stage she'll be in front of 9,000 plus people 10,000 you're gonna do awesome and so. you've warmed up the stage for me it's warmed so up it's and there's, good. there's plenty of space it's to fill right. up to help people too because I don't know that I did that very well so you're you gonna did. be the one to do it so let's get into your story a little bit because it is unique as mm -hmm. you know and so I think a lot of you will relate to this on some element of it although there's a really unique aspect of it too mm -hmm. so I want to start, I always start out in the beginning because the finished product is this. The finished product is there's this beautiful, sought-after woman, won multiple fitness titles, mm -hmm. seven-figure earner, millionaire, great marriage. You have all these things that are just flourishing in your life, right? Mm -hmm. But if we went all the way back, it wasn't mm -hmm. exactly perfect growing up. So tell me a little bit about your upbringing. You were in a very religious upbringing, as I know. We're not going to get into that religion or anything mm -hmm. like that. But tell me a little bit about your upbringing so everyone can hear your story. Mm. So I was raised in a really small town um, called Market, Michigan. So that is in Upper Michigan. Most people don't even know there's an upper part to Michigan. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> thought there was just Michigan. It's all trees. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a lot of trees and water. Okay. Um, and I was raised in a restrictive, uh, restrictive religion where you couldn't associate with people outside of the religion. Okay. Um, we didn't celebrate holidays and we went door to door. That was what we did yes. on a daily basis just yeah. to go and talk and to people. And you didn't even go to a, you didn't even associate like school-wise. You were homeschooled all the way through. So I went to a public school okay. in elementary and middle school and then high school I was homeschooled. Okay. So okay. Um, stayed at home. I actually ended up, my mom ended up having my brother when I was 14. Okay. So I ended up being homeschooled and watching him a lot while she was back at work with my dad because wow. they had gone through um, a bankruptcy at the time as okay. well. So there was a lot going on there too. Okay. Um, but my whole family was struggling with their weight my entire life. I was always told, just wait, you're gonna be heavy like your sister, you're gonna be heavy like your mom, you're gonna be heavy like the whole family. And it was just this constant, this is coming for you. This is coming for you because well, we're all did, overweight. It certainly didn't come, as you all can tell from looking at this woman. So <laughs> say one thing on that though, I wanna stay yeah. on that and I talk, we'll just go. But so there's this overweight issue in your family, yes. which is also multiplied by the fact that you were telling me off camera that you couldn't really play organized sports as a child either. Right. Is that true? Tell them a little bit about that too. So because so, people, that's really amazing to do. Not a, no organized sports. 
Well, we couldn't associate with anyone outside of the religion. Got so, it. and that was meant to, it was meant to be a good thing sure. to help keep you away from just different distractions, distractions sins, and things like that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but I always had this desire to be mm. an athlete, to mm. do sports, to be a performer, to do something on stage, to be a dancer. This was like a deep desire for me. Mm. Um, so I entered into fitness because it took the form of just exercising. Yeah. My whole family was overweight and truly it was the first time like through all of this yeah. i had also gotten a lot of anxiety and just massive panic like i remember having my mm. first panic attack at 13 years old so mm. what i would notice is when i would go work out when i had first started working out i started to feel better mm. like i started to feel happier because i also didn't feel happy all the time yeah. i felt anxious i felt depressed yeah um were you low self-esteem as a kid I was oh here. my gosh so low okay. so incredibly low mm -hmm. um and you know you it's hard because you're not doing the things to get confidence because in order to get confidence you have to do things that make you feel confident yeah so if you're not doing any of that i'm constantly comparing myself like i'll never be able to do that because mm. so that was my story okay i'll never be able to do that because i have this i have anxiety i have panic i'm in this religion I'm not allowed to do this. It was like this constant, yeah. this was on repeat in my head over and over. Wow. I bet and a lot of you I know can relate to that. You can, yeah. you can sense that, you know, you grew up with some reason. There was this reason why you can't do things and it's wired into you over and over again. Why did you pick fitness, by the way? Like, was there something about fitness over other things that drew you to it? Did you see something? Did you experience something? Why well, fitness? I could do it. I was allowed mm. to do it. Okay, that's <laughs> I was big. allowed to go to the gym that by myself. Yeah. So that was a really big one. And it made me feel better mm. every single time. I would just get, you know, because of what it does emotionally, you yeah. get these beautiful hits of <laughs> yeah, right. serotonin that you're like, yeah. whoa. And yeah. it was the first time that I would, so if I was out in nature or I was running or I was biking or doing anything, I would get this little glimpse like of my future self. Whoa. Have you ever had that when yes. you're working out and you're just like pumped? You can see yourself, maybe you can see yourself on stage, you can see yourself in your dream, you can see yourself in that vision and you're like, it feels like truth in your body. You give yourself goosebumps, you're like, that is truth. Oh, I love that word, the truth. In, but this is why we connect, by the way, that truth in your body, like yeah. write that down, right? Because <laughs> I have this thing, one of the main things that I speak on and I spoke on yesterday yeah. is that I'm constantly in pursuit of the person I was destined and born to be, Yes. right? And so, yes. so you saying that, mm -hmm. like that, but I love that resonates with me, like this is truth. Like I, mm -hmm. I really love that. So, and obviously, you know, just moving your body changes you too, so. But you don't just like kind of work out. Like <laughs> you end up turning, which is just, I'm so proud of you and I didn't even know you then. Mm. But like, you don't just turn that into like, oh, I got fit. Like you mm. kind of went amazing. You become, tell them a little bit about, because the way Lori's notoriety started, mm -hmm. your entrance into it was through fitness. And yes. so you start really late. Like you weren't, you know, some six year old prodigy no. working out. Genetics aren't in your favor, no. right? There's a lot of people in your family that are overweight. So what, what happens fitness wise? Should you tell them a little bit about that? Well, I was 26 when I started doing fitness competitions. Yep. And I had wanted to do them though since I was a teenager. And mm. you can imagine it took me like that 10, 11 years to mm. even build up the confidence to do that. Mm. And the whole reason for the fitness, and I'm just gonna be totally honest, yeah. and I know that people can relate to this, was yeah. I thought that if I had this beautiful, strong exterior, that everything on the inside must be right. Mm. So I worked so hard on that. I just mm. built this armor, and it really did turn out to be armor mm. until I learned that I had to switch what was going on up here about my self-belief because it didn't matter how fit I was. It was almost like the more fit I got, 
the further I was actually getting away from what we really need to work on, which is our mindset, our soul, our self, our whole self-worth and the idea around it, wow. it was like I was getting further away the more fit I got. Because the wow. closer I got to what I thought was the goal, yeah. it wasn't feeling better. Wow. So. I think it's so powerful because, I mean, you, you know, this Chris would say this too as your husband. It's like, I think it's powerful for someone who's in this beautiful exterior that mm. you have for people to say, wow, her act wasn't totally together. I think people mm -hmm. look at someone like you, mm. right? And go, she must have everything wired. She must be so confident. She must think she's mm. the you know what, right? And that wasn't happening. So was, your exterior got more and more beautiful, mm. more and more attractive. The inside wasn't getting any better. That's powerful. Yeah. You ended up becoming though, like a multiple time champion, right? Like what did you yeah. end up achieving with your fitness? Tell them a little bit about it. So for, it was six years total that I did uh, okay. competitions. Okay. Um, and it was the fifth year that I started, well, it was like year four and five that I started teaching it. Okay. So for me, when I was teaching just different stage presence and confidence to other people, and I yeah. was, I had also opened a studio at the time. So I was really getting to work with a lot of different people. I was really yep. able to see that it didn't matter how much I worked someone out. It didn't matter how great their body was. If they did not come with this feeling of knowing their worth, if they didn't know their why and what they were doing, it was like I couldn't even see the beauty. Wow. It wasn't coming through. Wow. So as I was teaching it, it was like I was learning it because in order to learn, I'm, teaching is like the best way to learn. That's right. So teaching and just seeing this and feeling it and knowing that if I showed up mm. in my full self, it gave them permission to show up as their full selves. Wow. Because if I didn't embody that, they couldn't show up. Wow. But this whole time, there's this it's, it's an interesting juxtaposition for me. It's mm -hmm. like, so you're becoming more and more beautiful, yet you're exposed, like you do fitness shows, you're yeah. up there with nothing on, right? Like yeah. they can see everything. And so, <laughs> but you're telling me like, even this woman who everyone's going, wow, and you're winning world championships, mm -hmm. right? You are up there insecure. You're totally up there insecure. inside you going, I'm not worth this, I'm not worth that. Is that really happening? It's really happening. And it's really wow. happening to people right now. It's really yeah. happening to people on this stage, right? Yeah. It's really happening yeah. to people who are in this light. That's why I think it's so important that we say this is really happening, is there's yeah. so much inner work that you have to do and you get, have to get away from the noise because it's very easy to lose yourself. So mm. I would go to these competitions and beforehand, they'd be like, oh, come downstairs or come to this thing. and. I just couldn't be among everybody talking or comparing themselves to each other because I knew I had to go up and get really centered and focused on why I wanted to do this anyway. Wow. And the whole reason why I wanted to do this was to, to help people feel mm. better and transform themselves. Yeah. So I also knew that I had to get in that place of like, mm. what energy do I want to give them? How do mm. I want to feel on stage? Like I had mm. to go back to the little girl yeah. who this was her dream. Mm. Like I had to literally grab her hand and be like, okay, we're safe, we can do this. Like wow. this is something that you've, you've wanted to do your entire life, like mm. you were born for this. Wow. So go out there and uh -huh. have fun and show, because I wanna show people that it doesn't matter where they're from, that this yeah. is possible for them. Yeah, I think the craziest thing about your story, because you are so good now, this is a person that's become an expert at working on the inside game, mm. on someone's inside. People like you and I that get good at this, I think most people need to know, we had to get good at this. Yeah. It was necessity to be a functioning human. Yes. I had such low self-esteem mm -hmm. that when you see someone with an exterior confidence like you and I have, we really come from a place of we needed it. Like I couldn't function with my normal yeah. thinking, the normal stuff that was wired into me. But it is sort of incredible that somebody who wins awards as one of the elite people in the world for the exterior mm -hmm. ends up becoming an expert on the 
inside mm. game with somebody. And I think it gives you a platform and a credibility that had you not had that, maybe you wouldn't have. Like, it gave you your leading. Like, you think you want this? You think you want to be blonde and beautiful mm -hmm. and ripped and fit? You think that's going to make you happy? <laughs> Even having your dream man you had mm -hmm. married by that time. Yes. Chris, right? you got a dream man. you got a dream relationship. You've got a dream body. But even then still, there's this little girl that needed to have this work done on her for her to really be happy, right? Mm -hmm. To feel worthy. Mm -hmm. And so let's talk about that for a second. I want to help some people mm -hmm. now because your story is unreal. I mean, you end up coming from this, you know, sort of um, restrictive upbringing in a small place. You end up getting on a world stage in fitness. You end up winning. You end up dominating. Everybody wants to be you. Mm -hmm. And you say, well, I think this is what you really want. And so it's mm -hmm. given you this platform and you've built this tremendous following. What is it that, for you, what was the thing in you that you went, I have to fix this, I have to, you talk a lot about bliss, which I love that term mm -hmm. too, but if, for you yourself, what was it that was holding you back? Was it your, was it insecurities, is that what you would call it? Or you didn't feel safe? You've used mm -hmm. that term a few times. What was it with you? You know, I had anxiety and mm -hmm. still it's every new level that I get to, it comes back with a vengeance because yeah. I'm a beginner again. Yeah. So it's like not, it's fear of rejection, not fitting in, um, not being smart enough. That's a huge one for me. Um, mm. Just because of the homeschooling background yeah. and you know, hearing, I moved to Madison, Wisconsin when I was 18 and all I heard was education, you need this and you need that. And I just thought, well, if I don't ever have that, mm. but, and if that doesn't, way of learning doesn't resonate for mm. me, then how am I ever gonna make it? Yeah. So it's just these constant things on repeat. So it was, it's always anxiety for me. It's yeah. always self-doubt. It's always, am I going to be able to help someone? And that's truly when I have to shift back in. And what I want to teach people is how to go back inward and know that your story mm. is all that matters. Mm. Like your job, your only purpose on this planet is to number one, create purpose every day. Mm. And number two, get through your story mm. and then show people how you did it. How do you do that? Give me a couple How do you ideas. get through yeah. your story? Yeah. How do you start to work on that? How do you do that? So I think that the main thing is really, um, oh, there's so many ways. Yeah, Okay. give me one. So I, I think that it's really important that we look at what we're not healing and mm. what keeps on coming up mm. because we're not really shining the flashlight on the dark corners because I think we're really afraid because that mm. means change is gonna have to happen. Mm. So now I mm. like to take a massive floodlight Yeah, <laughs> at this you point. do, I can tell. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> because it's really easy to fool ourselves and it's mm. really easy to stay in tribes and hang around people who mm. um, maybe are not serving our soul that. and our stay higher purpose. That. Stay on the tribe okay. thing. Tell mm -hmm. me a little bit about that because you're hitting on one of your best things that I learned from you sitting over there too. Okay. What does that mean by stay in tribes that don't serve us? What do you mean by that? What's that mean? Okay, so for me, I talk a lot about tribes. I actually yeah. just wrote a book on tribes yep. because growing up, that was my only tribe. I was not allowed to have another tribe mm. outside of that. So mm. what happened is when I thought of doing anything outside of that, mm -hmm. I thought there's no love outside here because mm. there's no love outside the tribe that you have, right? Because yeah. you think if I get rejected from this, there's nothing. Wow. I'm gonna be alone, mm. it's gonna be awful, I'm mm. gonna struggle, like there's gonna be so much pain, mm. right? That's what we think. Mm. So we're in tribes, we don't even know it. We're, mm. our, our family is a tribe, mm. our job is a tribe, our mm. social circle is a tribe, mm. and there's an unspoken agreement in these tribes. It's like, we like you for how you are now, if you start changing, then you may get kicked out of this tribe. So if we don't start creating tribes as the person that we want to be, right? Mm. So we have to start going over here as our higher self and mm. seeing who already has what we want and getting into these tribes so that when these ones say, who do you think you are? What are you doing? Come back here. Like you can't do that. Mm. That this one, when you turn to it, says, get over here. 
This is where you're meant to be. Cross the bridge. Yeah, it's going to get shaky. Yeah, that board is out and it's going to totally hit you in the face as you're crossing. It's okay. Keep going. You're mm -hmm. going to be fine. Oh, my gosh. Okay. That, since I've been doing the show, okay, that right there is one of my top things I've heard mm. ever on the show, just so you know, because I've never pictured it that way when you're talking mm. about tribes. Yeah. But tribes are... They're tribal in nature too, yeah. and so you're right. It's even even when someone there's a lot of people out there because you and Chris have done this too. Your family's this tribe, or the yeah. people you're, and then you join a tribe like maybe a new business, mm -hmm. and they see you with this new tribe of people, and immediately when you're a part of that new tribe, they begin to reject you and yeah. criticize you because they see you leaving their tribe. They mm -hmm. people don't understand you could be members of both tribes. All of them. I think people at mm -hmm. their root. I don't know if you feel this way too. When you start changing and growing, it, one, it shines a light on them, it makes them uncomfortable. Yeah. But I also, I think people are always afraid they're gonna lose you. Yes. Like if you join that tribe, if you get better, if you grow, if you change, you're gonna leave me. Mm -hmm. I really do people feel like people feel that way. I, I, I think that is so powerful. You said you're writing a book about it. Mm -hmm. Tell them a little bit when it comes out and what it's called so that, and we'll tell them how to get a hold of you in a second, but what's the name of the book? What's it kind of about? And I know mm -hmm. tribe's in the title somehow too. Yes, so. um, it's called A Tribe Called Bliss okay. and it comes out May 8th. And it's all of the conversations that come up around this too. Okay. So it has scripts in it. So when your family says, you know, I'm just nervous that you're going to leave us, or maybe they don't say it and it's unspoken, yeah. things that you can say to them. Okay. So it's all of the underlying things that happen when you go to form these other tribes. And it's also how to form the tribe. So it's good, literally good. scripts how to do it because okay. we think of life as... You know, if you got a new sales job, you'd have to learn how to talk to people and get to their why, right? And yes. sell them on it. It's yes. the same exact thing, except we don't understand that our relationships sometimes require a script to make our own until we know how to have these conversations ourselves. Oh my gosh, that's really good. How do they get the book? Um, you can go to Amazon, so lauriharder.com forward slash Amazon, and you can get the book there. Okay, wow, I love this. Like, mm. I love that concept of tribe. Also, you know, one of my favorite words is bliss, too. I love that, I love the too. word, but I'm going to ask you for you. What does yeah. that mean? What, what's a blissful state for you? Like, what, what, for in your case, when you say, I picture bliss, what do you picture? Like, what, what happens? How you feel about <sighs> yourself? You know, Tough question, complete, huh? complete accepting all that is. Hmm. Just accepting all that is. What's the word? Equanimity? Yeah. Just, I love that. Yeah. Just, you're just so fully you and so fully connected to the divine and you're just oh my there. <laughs> I love you. I love your content. Well, I love your content. So if I was someone watching this, so, and I want to get, I want to start to work on me. I want to start mm -hmm. to chase bliss, right? Mm -hmm. What would be a couple of the things you would tell me like about myself? I think most people watch this, particularly maybe Maybe more women than men, but mm -hmm. I know it's true of men. Mm -hmm. We just manifest it differently. We show it differently. But I do think that, I think insecurity is such a huge thing. Even before the program, I was telling you, and we were just, it was incredible. We were talking about, people think, well, I'm really confident. They think, well, I probably never have bouts with that. That mm -hmm. old me, even though I have a new identity, that old me can rear his head at any time and begin that insecure guy, that shy person, that introverted person. Mm -hmm. You were saying the same was true yes. for you too. But you and I have created these other identities. A lot of people watching this, they live in that identity still. Right. They live in that insecure place. They live in that worried place. They live in that anxiety space. What are some of the things that you would share, especially women or men, but maybe women, that they could be doing? Is it getting involved with a program, reading mm -hmm. a book, uh, meditation? What are some of the things you would recommend to them? To okay, I have a couple it? things. Cool. So number one, in your day-to-day -day life, um, let joy be your compass. Because sometimes it's so easy to to have that harsh coach come in and just do this and do that and all of a sudden you're just 
you've used up all your willpower on trying to change yourself that you're like, screw it, I'm gonna throw in the towel. Oh. So let joy be your compass because I believe success follows joy. And because you have the energy, right? Yes. If you don't, if you're not joyful, yes. you're in a low vibe. You're in low energy. You don't have energy to do anything. Yes. Number two, put yourself in places and with people who have what you have or who have what you want and who are vibing way higher than you. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so important because otherwise, if you don't change your environment and you don't change the people in it, you don't change. And your environment is always stronger than your willpower, right? So you have to get in, and they're going to pull you up. So for me, what I did is I, I just went to so many different events and coaches and different mentors, and I wanted to be around these people, even yeah. though I did not feel like I fit in. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like I was ready. I stayed in the fire because mm -hmm. fire is transformation. It is burning that old you away. It yeah. is like so powerful. So get in these rooms, stay in the fire, and just even just being in them, you're going to notice that you get more used to it. Yeah. And you can come out a little more. Maybe do little challenges. I would do it all the time and be like, yeah. okay, I'm going to go meet that person and just talk to them no matter how uncomfortable it is or yeah. I'm going to go tell this other person about what I want to do or what I visualize for myself and just mm. be open. Wow. I've never heard that before that your environment is stronger than your willpower. Mm. That's powerful and it's true too, mm -hmm. right? Like that's why changing tribes, I call it the power of association Yeah. and you're talking about tribes too and you're talking about vibing at a higher level. I always talk about their identities a higher level. They can heat your mm. identity up too. So I totally support that. I completely, completely agree with that too. And I'm watching you do it. You're putting yourself in difficult situations situations like tomorrow you're like speaking tomorrow. right give a little example about that what are you saying to yourself so tomorrow Lori's Lori does a lot of speaking she's an incredible speaker if you go to her website you'll see her TEDx speak she's mm. a great speaker but tomorrow is a, is a larger room for you you got this right but this is important because yeah uh, you and I have talked about that talk and so you're going to you're going to take a step up tomorrow in yes. your life you're never going to be the same after tomorrow right mm -hmm. but you're going to you're reaching and so there's people watching this who say i'm starting a new business mm -hmm. i've entered a new relationship i want to go achieve something and it is a new level for me i have anxiety about it what are you doing to get yourself ready for tomorrow so that you know your A game. You're going to slay tomorrow, which I told you you will. But what are you doing? Is it, is it, you talk to, is it your preparation that you're going to get your confidence in? What are you doing tomorrow to make sure that step up? Because everyone here wants to step up. What are you doing? What's your recipe? What's your formula for tomorrow? Ed, I'm doing all the work. Yeah. I'm doing all the things. <laughs> um, I have my tribe who I've all talked to, like yep. all of my women who are mm -hmm. like, you've got this. This is why you're doing this. Mm -hmm. Why are you doing this? Remember why you're doing this. Mm -hmm. I've had, I've had one of my women friends lead me through a meditation, so I've already been on stage, I've okay. already done the whole thing. Okay. Um, I've done the preparation. Yep. I've done, I wanna be around people who have already yep. been on the stage, who've had, had the energy that I wanna yep. carry out there. I wanna yep. be having these conversations. I wanna yep. be talking about why I'm doing this. Yep. Um, I wanna make sure that I am supporting myself. I'm so self-aware that that anxious girl yep. can come back really easily. Yeah. So I'm, I'm praying, I'm meditating, I'm remembering that I'm so supported and that I was put on this earth for this reason, and that you can't fail at something that you were born for, that you had that little glimmer, you know, when you yes. say you feel it, you feel yes. truth in your body? Yes. This was my truth. I had an experience of being a speaker is my truth. So if you've ever had, you know, where the, the hair raises on your yeah. arms over a vision, that's your truth. So you can't go wrong with your truth. You're gonna be supported. Oh my gosh. I love this. This is so good. <laughs> it's so good. But, so you, your kitchen sinking it, but the depth of what you just said is like, mm. it's like, and by the way, it takes courage to chase the real you. It takes yes. courage to chase the authentic you. And I think one of the reasons you win too, I feel it when we talk, I felt it when we talked on the phone too, mm. 
It's like, I just think you have an energy that's a giving energy. I think mm. you have an energy that's a giving space. It's like, I just, I think it would be very easy for someone like you to put on a facade. Mm. You could fake that you're confident. You could fake that everything's perfect. Mm. I think it's your, and this is so powerful for all of you to hear. I think it's your authenticity. So I'm rooting for you to do well. Like I want to help you. I think this whole strategy in life of fake it till you make it is mm -hmm. the worst. Because it, what it does is it makes you inauthentic, it makes you incongruent, and people can't root for you. You know there's nothing wrong by going, you have a sales call or me by saying, I'm a little nervous about today. <laughs> you know, I'm a little nervous, I'm a little concerned. I'm here to help you, mm -hmm. I wanna do my best for you, but I, 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 I have anxiety about mm -hmm. it. You know what happens, the person listening to you, they now root for you. Mm -hmm. Their skepticism level drops. You don't have to be perfect. Mm -hmm. Your speech tomorrow, you're gonna stutter once. Mm -hmm. It's awesome when you do it. Yeah. Because they're gonna sense your energy, they're gonna sense your intent. And so, I just wanna acknowledge mm -hmm. that in you. And what you just said, I, I really do this. That would, I would rewind that last minute and a half when she gave you that recipe, because you said it, you were, it wasn't something written down. Mm. You just said what it is. It was very, very powerful. I'm also curious about Chris, by the way, mm. who's here. Yeah. <laughs> well, and what I mean by that is, I could tell when we talked the first time too. So people here want great relationships, mm -hmm. right? You two have a great relationship. I can just tell by yeah. the way you interact with each other, he loves you. Oh yeah. Right, and you love him. <laughs> I feel it. You're gonna be starting a family mm -hmm. and, um, by the way, I know that when we're not around that the two of you every once in a while have a fight. Oh, right? for sure. That's part yeah. of, of a relationship. You're laughing <laughs> over sure. there, right? Give, any relationship advice you'd give people? Like, what, what makes this work between the two of you? What would you say a few of the things are that make it work with you and him? Um, we've pinpointed quite a few things because we've mm -hmm. asked ourselves this question, like, why are we able to make this work? Yeah. Um, we have conversations every day mm. about just having really good communication, and we walk every single day. I swear to you, our walks, yes. like, we can start out on the walk because we work together too. Yeah. So, and when we're in work, work mode, we're like, we're two people working together. Yeah. And sometimes we're like two ships passing in the night, yeah. <laughs> but for the most part, it's like we have to learn the language of working together. That's a totally different language of being a couple as well. Mm. Um, so when he came, when he retired from uh, being in the mortgage industry and came home to like my soul work, yeah. it was yeah. like he was speaking mortgage and finance, like this type of yeah. language yeah. up against like my soulful language. Yeah. And we, I mean, I was like, I made a mistake. I married like a total a-hole. Like, <laughs> so, and he was so frustrated. He was like, what, what's this airy fairy? Like, we're never gonna make you're, money. If right, so he's driving, making money. You're like, yes. no, let's just and meditate. And I'm like, let's meditate. Let's picture everyone in the room. And he was like, it was awful. It was actually quite terrible. I'm sure. So we would have to say, Things like, okay, well, how do you need to be spoken to about this if I need mm. to know that we're gonna reach these numbers? And I'm mm. like, well, this is how it translates for me. So if you could use this tone, mm. or you can say this, but you're gonna have to say it a bit softer to me. So yeah. we still have this conversation because we have Monday meetings every Monday. Okay. And little flare ups happen every sure. single Monday. So we have this conversation like, you know, if you would have said it this way, mm -hmm. I would have taken it a lot better. Mm. And he's the same way, like, you can't say that to me because this mm. is what happens for me. Mm. Because I'm, con and then at the end of the night, I'm trying to get back into a little bit more of my feminine side yeah, and right, of I have to switch gears so yeah. we need to go for a walk and sometimes the first 30 minutes we won't even talk because we're both really frustrated with each other okay. and then like I'll probably say something like you're gonna just not talk to me the whole time <laughs> and then he's like do, are you, do you want to talk mm. I'm like yeah yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> yep. Well, I think, see, I think the power of it is, by the way, I relate to all of that, but, <laughs> but I think the power of that is that you have some rituals that serve you. Yes. So whether that's like the, the two of you meet and have a glass of wine every night, or you take a, I happen to think moving your body and walking changes your state, so I think that's Absolutely. a huge element of it. But I also want to tell people, it's like, I think it's just important in every area of your life to have rituals mm -hmm. that serve you, right? So see, in some church, they have family home evening prayer or whatever, but you should be doing something as a couple that is ritualized, that you know you're doing, that you can depend mm -hmm. on, that gives you comfort and security. It's almost like a space you go to that you know that works, right? And I think sure. that's one of the powers of what the two of you have. So you can tell from listening to Lori, by the way, that whether it be like transforming your body, transforming your 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 mindset your soul transforming your relationships this is a woman who can help you in all these things mm -hmm. right and so I was so I, we met we talked through a mutual friend Lewis House is a mutual mm -hmm. friend of ours you work with Lewis I love him he just raved about you then I mm -hmm. went and looked at your content I looked at I mean her and Chris have built a seven-figure income right mm -hmm. they're they're millionaires and you wouldn't know it and what I mean by you wouldn't know it is you're just humble mm -hmm. and good people and giving people and it seems like you just want to serve. Mm -hmm. So I want to help you help serve people. Mm. And so how do they find you mm. when they want to go get help? And tell them a little bit about how you could help them too. Mm. Anybody listening. Thank you for all of that. Sure. Um, so I, you can find me at lauriharder.com, which is my website, but I also love podcasting. That's why I yeah. love it. It's like such a good excuse to yeah. talk to great people and get inf information so out true. there. So, so I think podcasting is a beautiful way to mm. learn. So that's earnyourhappy.com. Um, yeah, website, Earn Your Happy, and the book. Yeah. The book is really where I've thrown my entire life story and, and how I want to help women and people in general just connect. Are there, is there on that site, I'm just curious, because the book's not out till May and this will come mm -hmm. out before that. Yes. So is there like an email list they can subscribe to on your website? You can pre-order actually. So okay, you can, can. pre-order pre at lauriharder.com forward slash Amazon. Cool. Okay. That's awesome. Okay. Last thing I want to do, I want to talk to the women. Yes. Okay, because more women were ex were excited to know you were coming mm -hmm. when I promoted it. And I'm just curious, is there anything unique to women that you want to tell them, especially women in business? Mm -hmm. Okay, so for women, is there, is there something they should be working on, thinking? Is there anything unique? Is there an issue that I don't know as a dude mm -hmm. most women navigate? And this is a hard question, but mm -hmm. is there something that if you say, hey, ladies, let me give you some advice as a, as a seven-figure earning woman who's also got a great relationship, who is always having to work mm -hmm. on her insecurities just like you guys are, this is what I would tell you ladies. What would you say to any of them? You know, I just got what came to me immediately was mm -hmm. just even as humans, but especially as women, we're so intuitive. I think we always know what we're supposed to do and where we're supposed to go. And the only time that we get anxious and we don't go that way and the reason why we're not making seven figures or why we're not getting what we want is because we are comparing ourselves or thinking it needs to look a certain way or we need to go do something else. But if we would get quiet more and if we would support ourselves more, we know exactly where to go. We know exactly what to do. And it, it's usually going to seem so counterintuitive to what you're thinking. But if you follow that truth, that is going to bring you all of those things. It's going to look different, but it's going to be in that same energy of that, just that, it's, it's that guide. So that's, it's different, right? It's a totally different approach. I just watched you, just so you know, get into mm. a really strong state right there. Like mm. you knew what you were saying was right. And I think the reason is, is you trusted your intuition to yeah. say that. I almost and thought so, about not saying it. Wow. I'm <laughs> so glad you trusted your intuition, right? I'm yeah. so glad that you did. 
I love our mm, conversation. Me too. Like, I can't believe we're done. Like, what the heck? That flew by, right? Like, that was oh. unbelievable. We're going to do more of this. You and I are going to work together, too, mm. as we've talked about. I think both you and Chris, I think just beautiful souls. Oh, thank you. I just think, you, I think you're just living richly. I think you're just giving. I think your energy is just incredible. You're going to crush your talk tomorrow. And I want to just thank you. I really do. This was such a wonderful thank experience. thank you. You got, me, you got me ready for my talk. So <laughs> you're going to crush. Thank you. You got me into the energy of oh, it. <laughs> you're so amazing. So everybody, obviously, I want you to go to Lori's website and obviously interact with her as well. There's some programs there, too, that she's rolling out that I think you can get involved with. Mm -hmm. And then on my end, I'm just grateful that you were here today. And the only thing I want to always tell you, I always do this. We do this for free. I bring you some of the most beautiful, smart, intelligent, giving people in the world just like Lori. I just ask for you that you review the podcast on whatever platform you're watching it on so it moves up the rankings because one of the powerful things about it is more people around the world get access to it, particularly for me and my heart in third world countries as this moves up, they get access to this beautiful information, beautiful souls like Lori. So please give it a review. Max out everybody, God bless you. Follow Ed Milet on Twitter, YouTube, and at edmilet.com.